This podcast replay is brought to you by Cutter's Edge Total Landscape Solutions. With decades of experience here in South Florida, Cutter'sEdge.com provides fantastic results. Call 954-472-0622. Friday, good morning, boys and girls. Time to rock and roll on the show. Sorry, a little late there. Had a little uh, technical snafu. Hopefully, Alarmo fixed it for us. He's he's pumped up. He's ready to go. He's trying to keep uh, his composure. He's looking at you guys right there. There you go. He's got the fist up, ready to go. He's pumped. All right, all right, all right. We are at Canesware in Davie where they are uh, blowing. They're doing a lot of blowing right now. Okay? That's what they're doing. They're doing a lot of blowing. You got me there? Oh, I see. You got a, yeah, yeah. You got a, almost uh, my entire head cut off there. That's a lot better. That's a lot better. Okay. There you go. There you go. That's good. So apologies for the noise if you hear in the background, but, you know, they're, they're doing some of the landscaping. So... We got to, uh, I got one of those in my house, except I got the electric one, not the gas one. I'm trying to be a little bit more green. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of that, we, we got to get a dispensary as a uh, sponsor. Speaking of green. Anyway, welcome aboard. It is time to have some fun. We are at Canesware. Yes, sir. Ready to rock. We're in Davie, 2511. South University Drive in Davie. So if you want to come on by, you work close by, you live close by, come on, man. Come on out here. We'll be out here till uh, 1 o'clock. We got Sean standing by our side as always. Got a loaded weekend. The Heat and the Cavs tonight. The Blackhawks and the Panthers tonight. Uh, congratulations to UM winning against Wake Forest. We'll see what they do against Duke tonight. Duke is favored by two and a half in that game. Inter Miami and NYC FC tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Tomorrow will be NYC FC and uh and uh Inter Miami at 7:30. No, seven o'clock, actually, right? Let's see. Um seven, seven o'clock. So we'll, uh, we got a long weekend here, of, uh, or a lot of things going on this weekend in, uh, in local sports. So that's good stuff there. We got some Dolphins news to talk about. We got Ira Winderman joining us at the bottom of the hour. Manny Navarro will stop by at 11 a.m. Uh, we will stop, we'll talk to Scott Pianowski at noon. And Cameron Wolf, the Wolf Pack, will be unleashed at 12.30, so that is the absolute loaded program today. Uh, remember, you could go back and listen. Yesterday, Robert Jones, offensive lineman, guard for your Miami Dolphins. He was with us yesterday. He was really, really good, so if you want to check it out. And for those of you that might be popping in and out, um, Nick Hicks, to his trainer, was on with us last week, Skylar Thompson, on with us also, uh, we are setting up a, uh, you know more interviews with uh, some current and former Dolphins. So you know you never know when we're and we got a couple planned for next week already. 
So we're, we're kind of locking those in, too. So we're going to try to keep up with some of our Dolphin players, current and even former, uh, throughout the offseason to kind of get you that, you know, that football fix, you know, throughout the year. We got free agency coming up now. So we'll see what the boys do in free agency. And then, uh, and then the draft, obviously. And uh, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll have some news soon on where we're going to be holding the draft show. Eventually, they'll, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll blow it all away. That's what she said. I was gonna say the problem is the wind's blowing it back at us a little bit. There's a very little breeze, but enough to blow the leaves around. Yeah, you are correct. Uh, night, uh, night. Thank you for the love and the super chat. He says uh, Tyreek Chubb and Armstead restructured forty-five plus million. Yeah, I mean it's. Come on, man! It's no big deal. They're they're gonna get it done. They're not in they're not in this cap hell that they can't put back some money. And you're see the the thing about the Dolphins right now, it's do you want to win, Dolphin fans? Do you want to win? I want to win. You want to win, right? And you got to try to make your run now. And that's what they're doing. And last, you know, they they wasted a lot of time the first two years with Flo because he couldn't come up with the offensive staff that they needed, right? So then now you bring in McDaniel and you fast forward everything and you saw what happened last year. Tua played lights out. Tyreek, Waddle had, you know, record-breaking years. They were awesome last year. The offense was one of the best offenses in the NFL and they could score a crap ton of points, which is what you need in today's NFL. And what are you going to do? You're going to make a run. Why? Because you need to do this before you're forced to pay for Tyreek. I'm sorry, for Waddle and for Tua and for Jalen Phillips. So these are all guys that you're going to have to pay them big time money by the time their contracts roll around. So you've got to buy yourself some time. And you've got to get there, right? So now you're going into year four of Tua, right? You're going into year three of Waddle and year three of Jalen Phillips. So you've got to try to make your run now. So I believe they will be aggressive in free agency. They'll sign a player or two in free agency that they'll add to what they need now. And then they'll re-sign the guys that they need to re-sign and, and move forward because the Dolphins are trying to make a run now. That's why I told you that it was a blessing and a curse what happened this year with Tua. Obviously a curse because we don't want to see anybody get injured. We certainly don't want to see anybody suffer head trauma. But the only blessing out of it is that because you wasted two years with flow you know, on offense – you now have bought yourself another year's time because of the concussions, because you, you don't have to give them the extension now. The only thing you really have to decide is whether you give them the fifth-year option or not because there's no, they have no leverage to ask for, for a big contract extension. The Dolphins have no reason to give them a big contract extension right now. See what I'm saying? So you bought yourself some time that you can even stretch it out to – his, his big money won't start coming in until year six or seven. 
So that'll buy you a little bit more time before you have to, you know, that big salary kicks in, and then that takes your cap completely out of whack. So what are you going to do? You restructure now, you put some stuff back, and you try to win now. So we're in Super Bowl mode going into 2023. I just want you to know that. that just in case if you missed that, if you don't understand what they're trying to do is they're trying to win a Super Bowl. And so if you're going to try to win a Super Bowl, you got to do it right now. Restructuring tells you they're here to win right now. And this was, again, I don't care what anybody tells me. This was a team that just had a crap ton of bad luck last year. This was a really good team that injuries derailed their season. This wasn't a team that, like in years past, we're trying to kid ourselves. Maybe if, if this happens or if that happens, we can sneak into the playoffs. We can maybe win a game. No, 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 no. This is the kind of team that can challenge for a Super Bowl. But they've got to be healthy, and they've got to add a couple of extra pieces. They added the defensive coordinator. Now they got to add some of the players. Let's see. It's all about winning right now. That's what the Dolphins are all about right now. They're all about winning, and you should be excited as a Dolphin Nation that over the next couple of years, what they're going to try to do is win a Super Bowl. And they've got the kind of team that can win this division. And, and where Buffalo is headed now, that's where Miami will be in a couple of years. You could say that the window for the Bills – probably started to close this offseason here because now the Josh Allen salary and all these other things start to kick in and it changes the dynamics of their team. All right. Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, good morning, Big O and esteemed listeners. Gordon Shumway. Shumway is in the house there. Uh, John Santos, by the way, is first. Kyle Cockrell is in. Dan is in. Frankie Fresco is in. Mel Piper is in. Uh, Tua Time, Lisa Rose, Devin Jordan. You know, you've seen Cracciola. You've heard me mention that name, right? I met him at the Greta concert. He he uh, walked up to me and said hi, and uh, and uh, and he goes, "Hey, by the way, thanks. You're." One of the few people that uh, says my name right. <laughs> uh, Omar Lopez is in. Michael Fisak in. Alex Alexis Palenzuela. Uh, Adriel Heat says, "Let's go, um, let's go, Miami Dolphins. This is our window of opportunity to get to that Super Bowl. Amen to that." Uh, GP Trap in, Green Lion, the Wayne D Experience, Razzle Dazzle Crypto, and Jamie Lobo, and Karen S in. And by the way, boy, markets are, whew, wow, wow, hurting, bro, hurting big time right now, I gotta tell you. And the markets opened up today in the red. The Dow is already down 72 points. The S&P is down 24 points. The NASDAQ is down a little over a point. 
Bitcoin down to just under 20,000 right now, right? Yeah, 198877, so 19.9 right around there. It's been hovering right around 20 now. Um, got a good deal actually this morning. I just, uh, uh, with um, optimism, uh, I thought uh, that was a, it's had a really good buying zone right now. That is the one good thing. It's like, uh, it's like a, with crypto right now, it's a bad thing, good thing. This is the way I look at it. It's a bad thing because overall you got some FUD going on. You got a couple of banks that are struggling and, and closing down. And so the perception, right? It's not really, there's anything wrong with Bitcoin or Ethereum or, or optimism or whatever, you know what I mean? Or Illuvium or Cardano or anything, but the periphery. The stuff that the government is trying to do to screw you guys over and help rich people, help the powerful. And so they're kind of, uh, you know, trying to attack. And then it creates doubt out there for people that aren't really following it, unfortunately. And then the good part is for those of us that understand what the hell is going on, what the, some in the government are trying to do. Uh, we get to kind of, uh, you know, collect a little bit more at better prices, you know. And so that that's that's actually the the beautiful part of it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that that's that's where it's a catch 22 with what's going on, you know, because eventually. I mean, look, look, the jobs, the job rate went again when we went down three hundred and eleven thousand jobs or something. They thought it was going to be somewhere in the low 200s, so it came in at a much higher at a much higher uh, number, which means more people are working. I believe more people have two jobs. Actually, that's really what I believe, because last time I checked, there's a crap ton of of people that are homeless. That hasn't changed. You know what I mean? I just think it's so expensive to live, and you know, we thank Biden, of course, for making it even more expensive, which is what Democrats do. Uh, but anyway. It's it's just one of those things, and you know, and then apparently inflation now is going to go down a whole percent here in March, and yet what are they going to do? The Feds are going to raise the rates because not enough people are losing their jobs. How screwed up is that? That's how they bring inflation down by putting people out of work. Where does that make any sense? And so then that creates FUD. And then, you know, liquidity is is everything, ladies and gentlemen. And if you don't have the liquidity, that's 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 where you have those issues, unfortunately. It's a shame. Uh, do, Big O, do you think Ali is still good deal at four cents? Yeah, it is now because it was up at nine. So, yeah, it's it's good now. It's a it's a good deal. I mean, listen, I got in at under a penny. So I'm, you know what I'm saying? But at four cents, uh, I think Aletheia liquid intelligence token, which is what you're talking about, just in case people don't understand what Ali is. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, eventually that company's going to blow up. You know, I've been a big, I've been a big supporter of that company. And, um, Right now, I know I'm I'm playing with house money because I already took all my profits 
and my investment out because I got it under a penny and it went all the way to nine cents. So I'm more than nine times my money. So I got out, you know, and so I'm playing with house money now. But if nobody, if you haven't been in on it, I think at four cents because it bounced around between five and six for a while. And now with this dip, it went down to four. I think it's a good one. That's why I got into optimism now. I got it in at $2. Uh, that thing was closer to $4. So it was like a three seventy, And uh, I love optimism. So that's one. That's why I'm saying that this creates doubt out there. But for those of us that follow the market, it also creates an incredible opportunity in certain things. Gala Games is at a, an incredible discount right now. Uh, so is Cardano. All right, let's do it. Let's talk a little basketball. Ira Winderman and our Acura Pembroke Pines Miami Heat and NBA report next. Heat fans, time for the best insight of your favorite team with insider Ira Winderman, exclusively on the Big O Radio Show. It's the Acura of Pembroke Pines Miami Heat and NBA report. Here's Ira Winderman. All right. Here we go, Ira Winderman. How you feeling, my man? You feeling good? I, you know what? I'm feeling almost as anxious and uncertain as I've been on every time I've come on our Acura Pembroke Pines reports on Monday and Friday because Big O, getting a read on this team, getting oh. a feel for where this might be headed. Hey, it, it's sort of like what you're talking about when you're talking about your Bitcoin and your crypto. It is such a speculative market on the heat. The heat are up. The heat are down. We just can't get a read. And you know what it tells us? The Heat are right in the middle. They're a mediocre team. Yeah, that's what they are. I, I, there has been no up at all, all season. It's been a mediocre team all year long. Um, you, you can't shoot threes. You, you know, the, the, the loss in Cleveland last night, uh, two nights ago. And and I got to tell you, when, when I hear Jimmy talk, well, I don't look at the standings and, you know, <laughs> Oh, are we in the playing game? Come on, man. I mean, are we stupid here or something? He knows where they stand. Uh, th th there's conversations in that locker room. The, the coach has got to have, got to catch their attention, tell them, hey, we're way down in the standings here. We're going to be playing extra games for no reason at all. It's just, you know, sometimes I just wish people wouldn't treat us as, you know, it's uh, like Bill, Bill Clinton telling us, oh, I didn't inhale. I mean, come on, bro. I'm out. I'm not stupid. I wasn't born yesterday. And uh, some of the things that Jimmy has said this year with we're getting bored with the process and all this other stuff. Sometimes I really question what the hell is really going on in that place. I would put it this way as opposed to other years. And I know this will sound harsh if it's aggre aggregated, but I'm not sure they care that much. And by that, I mean, is I think Jimmy has seen the heat pattern of, of struggle in the playoffs, then you uh, Jimmy arrives, you make the NBA Finals, then you get swept in the first round, then you go to the Eastern Conference Finals, then you have an off year. I think Jimmy Source accepts it as it's going to be an every other year experience here, number one. Number two, you get a player like Bam Adebayo. What was his real goal entering the season? Get more shots, become more part of the offense, and keep campaigning for the damn Defensive Player of the Year award. He's checked some boxes. What was Tyler Hero's goal for entering the season? He wanted to be an NBA starter. He checked that box. What was Victor Oladipo's goal entering the season? He wanted to be noticed again as having his moments. He's created his moments. And, and I'm not going to get to Kyle Lowry because I'm sure you will. 
But what I'm saying but, is... And by, by the way, Oladipo hasn't done anything except prove once again he's still... I disagree with you on that. He's unreliable. He, he is, but that's what I'm saying. He continues but to be unreliable. Moments. He's created moments. In other words, it, it, I always joke, when I go out and play tennis and I get whacked 6 one, six, one I can still put together a highlight film because I hit six good shots. So I can give that to the 6 o'clock news and not look terrible. I think that's where Victor Oladipo is. He can have a, he can have four bad games, and then he has the game like he had the other day, you know, com- coming back, you know, before the, he played Cleveland. And you look at him and you go, oh, Victor Oladipo is back. He can get it done. Look what he did. That's where the Heat stand right now is they stand as a team that it just seems like the winning is not the be-all, end-all. You know what, Big O? It's that phrase the Heat always use. The main thing being the main thing. Big O, I'm not so sure this season that the main thing has been the main thing for the Miami Heat. I think they look in the mirror and they realize, you know what? Boston's better. Milwaukee's better. Philadelphia is better. We could bang our head against this wall all we want. But we're not a top two and not top three. Honestly, the way the Nets and Knicks have played, the Nets for a stretch, the Knicks now, and not top four or top five team. I think it's dawned on the heat in these four months into the season, they know who they are. So in other words, the season's over. The season is, no, no. The season is headed to the exact conclusion that we all see right now. Go to the play-in round, maybe escape the play-in round, get waxed in the first round unless they somehow can conjure a way to play Philadelphia and regain their mojo like they did in the second round last year. Yeah, that's where it's headed. You know what? You, you don't have – it's just like you speculate on, on, on all your cryptocurrency. You are not buying Miami Heat stock now that it's down. You know, it used to be people, oh, they're, you know, they're down, they're number seven, they're going to come back up. Now's yeah. the time to bet the championship odds. No one's doing that. The Heat are who we thought they were two, three, four months into the season. It's just the reality. They'll, they'll finish among the top half of the teams in the NBA. That's not what they play for. So I think there's almost a thought of, okay, let's move on to the next thing. So will this team be blown up in the offseason? It's not as easy to blow up. It's kind of interesting looking at what the Dolphins did today with Tyreek Hill and restructuring his contract. In the NFL, you can create money out of nothing. You can move things around. The NFL might talk about a hard cap and all that, but there's much more freedom, especially Big O with non-guaranteed contracts. So there's two questions you're really asking me here. Should the Miami Heat blow it up? Yes, I agree with Orlando Alzagari on the accurate Pembroke Pines report. Can the Miami Heat blow it up? Not so easy, my friend, in today's NBA. Because can you get a taker for Kyle Lowry? Can you get a taker for Duncan Robinson? Can you replace Gabe Vincent and Max Struess so you don't overpay them and find value when you have no freedom other than the taxpayer mid-level exception? That's the deal. And can the Miami Heat moving forward with the contracts of Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, and maybe, although probably, Kyle Lowry on the books get anything more out of their roster? Man, Andy Ellisberg might be the wizard of the cap. He might have gotten Jimmy Butler with absolutely no cap space available, but I'm not so sure that this isn't Andy Ellisberg's biggest salary cap challenge he's had since becoming the Miami Heat's general manager. You didn't mention Jimmy Butler. Is is that because it's going to be impossible to find a team that will take him? I didn't mention Jimmy Butler because he has achieved and maybe even overachieved this season. I know, Big O, you're going to harp on me on the 15 games missed. There's been none missed since mid-January. He busts his ass every night. He's what I want to see 
if I was a fan, as someone who watches their games as an NBA insider expert, Jimmy Butler gives you everything he's got. Now, I'm not arguing that. This is just like your crypto discussion before I came on. You always bet on the future, Big O. So I understand when you buy something at a penny and it goes up to nine cents, you're nine times stronger. I get that. I'm saying in the moment when we're talking about failure or non-failure, heap report card, we'll certainly get to that on our accurate member. By by the way, by the way, by the way, Mark Cuban is one of the owners in that company. Yes. So, okay. So then, so then you're in a good place right there also. So I can't wait to see you on Shark Tank one day, Big O, but that's, that's another story. When you go in front of the sharks, there we go. Listen, I'm looking into this company and I'm looking at all the owners and I look and I go, son of a bitch. He's in this thing. I'm in. No, I, I want to see you walk in. in front of. I want to see you walk in front of Mr. Wonderful and going. I've left terrestrial radio. I've created a product like none other in my market. We go national, have international followings. Sharks, I'm going to offer you a one-time deal, and then I want to see how much you get out of them. So I'll, I'll wait for that. And when you get your payoff from Mark Cuban, there we can talk more. more Mark Cuban, Mr. Wonderful, isn't very uh, loved in the in the crypto circles nowadays with a lot of his uh, deceiving stuff that he did with FTX. But anyway, you were saying on the basketball side, I was saying the basketball side. Jimmy Butler's had a really good season, and, and Big O, yeah. you speculate on the future. I get that. I worry He's, about that. That's what I worry about. We've yeah. seen older players. Certainly, we saw Tim Hardaway back in the day. We're seeing Kyle Lowry right now. I get that. But if anyone is committed to not look bad, to care every moment he's on the court, it's Jimmy Butler. I always use this phrase. You can argue whether Jimmy Butler's a great teammate or not, flying out to L.A. on his day off, some of his other adventures, Argentina, South America on the All-Star break. Jimmy Butler is a great game mate because when Jimmy Butler is on the floor and playing, he will do whatever he can to his every last ounce of breath to get that win. So, no, I'm not questioning Jimmy Butler from this season. You're in the speculation business. I get that. But living in the moment, Jimmy Butler has done everything and more that's been asked of him this season. I, I have no problem with what he's done this season. Uh, I, do know, I don't like the amount of games he's missed because I think it's kind of a, a trend that's going to continue uh, the rest of the way. I just worry about a body that is clearly breaking down. And he puts a lot of wear and tear on that body because when he plays, he plays hard all the way through. And his game is a physical game. He has no finesse to his game. Whereas, you know, Dwayne Wade, as he's getting older, he's got the fade away. He's got the he's got the uh, little uh, what's that uh, when he would drop it in from the uh, floater. You know, that floater. Right. You know, he he did things that he developed a mid range. He did things to keep himself a little bit more fresh instead of, you know, uh, you know, fall, what is it? Go drive eight times, fall down seven or whatever the hell that I mean, get, was. Fall seven times, get up eight. No, I get yeah, all that. He gets well, to the foul line. Right, but, right. But and and Jimmy, Jimmy doesn't have that part of his game to help him age gracefully. His game is going to be he's going to he's the smaller version of Moses Malone. That Moses Malone, as he got older, he was just right under the basket and he was just bodying people and just, you know, getting his points. And, you know, so to me, that that doesn't translate well to the future. And I worry about that. And if I'm the Heat, see, I've always said this. The day they acquired Jimmy, I said, you have to go acquire a star that's better than him. 
and they were never able to do that, unfortunately. And if Jimmy continues to decline, because that's the only natural thing that's going to happen over the next couple you, of years. You're saying, Big O, you're saying continuing to decline. That decline yeah. hasn't started yet. It hasn't started yet. He's, you know, I know it sounds weird to you because I understand I'm saying he's only missed 15 games. And, fi- and, and how many more victories would you have if he played those 15 but games? That, but that's not today's load management NBA, and it's not just Jimmy Butler. It's Joel Embiid with his injuries. It's James Harden missing time. Not even getting to Kyrie or your favorite KD. It's just where the league is right now. You, again. you sign to play 82. You actually play 67. It's where they are right now. And I'll tell you one thing about Jimmy. Jimmy is a basketball savant. He is a basketball genius. I think if anyone can figure out a way to do it, it'll be Jimmy Butler. Does he need help? Sure. But you know what, Big O? The Heat said, here's your help. His name is Bam Adebayo. Here's your help. His name is Tyler Hero. Good, but not good enough. By the way, Bam uh, shot only 11 times against Cleveland. I, I need more than that. And, re- and rebounded only once. Look, I, I chronicled that today in today's Sun Sentinel online yesterday. That's not acceptable. He said the, ba- the rebounding gods weren't with me. Everyone is entitled oh, yeah, yeah. to a one-off. What the F, dude? What yeah. the F? No, no. No, you're not entitled down the stretch when you're playing for your playoff lives. You you got you got to come through. You got to win. You're home. This is kind of what we've talked about. Okay, you're home for a stretch here. Take advantage of these games. And you let that one slide. Absolutely. Bam cannot have an off night. That, that, that's not acceptable. But and we'll see tonight. And we'll, One and we'll see tonight. Yeah, he's got to shoot more too, man. Stay in the 18-20 range like you were before, man. They need you. They don't have enough offense. So they I, need – and his baskets and are wish, easy. And by the I, way, his baskets are easy baskets because he's such a talent that – you can't stop his offense around the basket. He's awesome in that sense. And he shot a, and he shot a high percentage, even though he took those few yeah. shots, but I agree. You know he what, Big O? This, this comes back to what you and I say in our accurate Pembroke report, Pines reports twice a week also. Bam's a star. He's not a superstar. Can Bam get to superstar? I'm not sure. Same thing with Tyler Hero. Star, not a superstar. Superstars. Giannis wins the championships. LeBron wins the championships. Steph Curry wins the championships. I'm going to put Kawhi Leonard in that group. Kawhi Leonard wins the championships. Dirk wins the championships. Dwayne and Le- you know wins the championships. That's the thing. The Heat have some star players. There's a ceiling there. We'll now see if Jokic can break through the ceiling in the Western Conference. This league is about superstars. The Heat have given us some nice stars. That's why they. That's where they are today. What's the latest on John Morant? You know what? This, I think, is a lot of behind the scenes, the league working not through the legalities, but the proper look in suspension or not. So he will not play through next week's visit here to Miami Dade Arena when the, when the Grizzlies visit. He's out another four games. Basically, the league is trying to reel him in. And they're just trying to come out with the best approach and basically a, a, a mental health work plan. I think the league realizes this. They were very fortunate to escape any criminal charges because it was just a social media post. They need him to get the hell off of social media. I also think they need to reel in his entourage and his family because that can't continue also. You know what, Big O? The NBA is all about image creation. They know they have some guys whose image aren't the best, and they try to rework and finagle that. I think that's what they're doing right now with John Morant. They're going, hey, kid, you have everything in front of you. 
you could have been the next Steph Curry. You could have been the next level face face of the league. This isn't working. I think a lot of the what do they call them in, in Hollywood or like Ray Donovan, the fixers. I think the league's fixers are sitting down with him. We'll make this guy disappear. We'll make this situation go away. We'll cleanse this on social media. And I think they really are almost like a computer re-imaging John Morant. And when you see him next time, it's going to be a completely different thing. May not seem so sort of authentic, but that's what this league does is they reformulate personalities. Remember the evil LeBron the first season when he was the villain and the NBA realized, hey, this doesn't work. You're one of our stars. Be the nice guy. And that changed. They tried it with Kyrie. They threw their hands up in the air. Now we'll see what they do with Ja. Is this uh, a massaging Michael Jordan thing that, nah, he's uh, retired. He's going to go play baseball, but he's really suspended. Or And John Morant, well, he's, take, he's taking some time away from the team, but he's really not suspended because the league is, ha hasn't really suspended him. He's, nope, he's, st he's still gotten paid right through. This is the league dealing with the social media era. If Michael Jordan's card playing and golf gambling and all of that happened during a social media era, you know, we would have seen it on Instagram. We would have seen it on Twitter. He couldn't have escaped. I think the league realizes the challenges are so much greater now. Everyone has a camera. Everyone has a phone. Every time Ja goes to a club, every phone in that building can be focused on it because, hey, there's some real TMZ money to be made there. So what the league is trying to tell him is don't go to the club. Go home at least for this season, maybe for next season. Now we'll see how receptive Ja is or isn't. We've seen NBA players who get it and stay out of trouble, and we've seen guys like Harden jetting off to Vegas and doing his thing because that's who he is. So it'll really be easy. It'll be fun to see how they try to massage his persona. By the way, I scored uh, big, okay, by investing in a Mark Cuban company Early on, under a penny, and it soared to nine. It's down to four now, but it's all right. I, I made my money. I took it out already. But um, and by the way, one of our one of our listeners, Kyle Cockrell, says I got into Ali under a penny thanks to you. Um, right now, you know, Mark Cuban's a, a, an owner of that company. Uh, Mark Cuban is he happy about investing in the Kyrie coin because? The, the results right now with Donkic and Kyrie in the same lineup, um, not so good, my friend. No, they're, they're going back to a 500 team. They don't have the support system. You know what? You might find Mark Cuban a brilliant investor in the markets, but his mistake with Jalen Brunson was probably one of the biggest boners pulled by NBA team that they could have kept him, they could have signed him to a better extension, or they could have gotten him in the offseason instead of letting him walk to New York. Probably when you talk about bad moves in free agency, you can talk about the bad contracts, but sometimes it's the ones you let get away. Jalen Brunson is great. You and I both doubted him. We've spoken about it in our Accurate Pembroke Pines report. We had doubts, bad contract, 100 million. Who is this kid? Jalen plus, Brunson. Plus, he was bet we thought he was benefiting from playing under the shadow of Donkic. And he wasn't and because he's out exactly. of Lucas shadow and he's out of Julius Randle's shadow. And you can see the Knicks. Exactly. He doesn't play. They lose to Charlotte. When he sits out the second half, they lose to Sacramento. So really, Mark Cuban, for all his good investments, he sold on something he should have bought on. So keep that in mind, Orlando Alzagari. And by the way, every time I watch the Knicks, uh, Thibodeau, you could tell, loves that kid. Like loves him, like you can tell him. He's a great I, 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 yeah. I don't know if he's his favorite player, but I'm gonna gamble that he's one of his two. If he, if he, if you cornered him and say, "Give me your two favorite players," 
I think Jalen Brunson is already one of his two favorite players on that team because every time I watch him, there's this there's this connection between these two, and it's almost like he enjoys playing for 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 Thibodeau actually, just like Jimmy Butler did. You know, he he drove Jimmy Butler's minutes into the ground, but Jimmy Butler didn't mind being driven into the ground because they had that common goal to win right. with whatever it took. You can right. just see that mentality. That probably was the best free offseason free agency move. This summer, we'll see if the Knicks front office, if Leon Rose gets executive of the year. So wait a minute. Kyrie didn't sign an extension with Dallas, right? Correct. What happens this offseason? No, it's, you know, Dallas sold their future when they gave up. Dinwiddie was playing well with them. and They gave up, you know, uh, um, Dorian Finney-Smith, who was their top perimeter defender. Sometimes you sell your soul for the moment, and then you wind up with hard, difficult decisions. It's not only what, whether the Mavericks will re-up with Kyrie, it's whether Kyrie will re-up with the Mavericks. You just don't know with that kid. They took a chance on the ultimate, you know, volatile stock, volatile crypto in Kyrie Irving. Yeah, and it's and it's funny because Brunson is a character kid, plays hard and tough, and Dinwiddie, pro's pro, dude. He was with the first time at the Nets. He was with Dallas. He does what you want. But you yeah. search for greatness and you take chances in this league. Sometimes you get burned. All right. Follow him on Twitter at Ira Heatbeat and follow his work there at the South Florida Sun Sentinel. Subscribe like I do so you can stay in touch with your Miami Heat. Ira, enjoy the basketball weekend. We will catch up on Monday, my friend. Monday, right back here, 1030 a.m. Accurate Pembroke Pines report. Thanks, Big O. Thank you, sir. There you go. Ira Winderman and our Acura Pembroke Pines Miami Heat and NBA report 15601 Pines Boulevard just off of I-75 and Pines. Man, it's a dealership that's it's the number one rated. It's the number one volume deal dealership in the United States. You know, I've been telling you about it. Number one in the Southeast United States for years now, for like 12, 13 years. Well, now they're the number one in the country, man. I mean, that is just absolutely amazing. Get on down there. we got a service center led by Mike Chan and Jordan Ferber. They do excellent work. You're going to love those people there. So if you own or lease an Acura, great place to get it serviced. And, of course, they've got a large selection of brand-new vehicles and certified pre-owned vehicles. Get on down there. Tell them that Big O sent you. Buy or lease at Craig Zins. Acura of Pembroke Pines. You've been listening to the Acura of Pembroke Pines Miami Heat and NBA Report with Ira Winderman. When you're looking for award-winning service and great deals from the number one volume Acura sales dealership in the Southeast United States, you go to Craig's in Acura of Pembroke Pines at 15601 Pines Boulevard in Pembroke Pines. Okay, there we go. Um, by the way, do you think, uh, okay, Ali, well, what was I seeing here? Robert Triana says, now my chance to get in on Jasmine. I, I, dude, I bought some more Jasmine last night when it got down to, I think it's at 47. I think I got it. And it was, I think it's at 48 right now, which is at under half a penny. I picked it up last night at 47. I said, man, or yeah, yeah. 47. It wasn't 46, 47. That's what it was. It was under a penny, uh, under half a penny. And I was like, okay, you know, I believe in it. Now, again, you do your own homework and, you know, but uh, so that's another one that I'm trying to, you know, that and uh, Star Atlas. Those are two that are still under a penny and they've gotten actually Star Atlas like at a third of a penny, man. Uh, That one is uh, really good. Triana says, now's my chance to get on Jasmine. I hope we hit, bro. I hope we hit on that one. 
Um, Jamie says, good morning, Big O, Sean, Finns Nation from San Jose. Hope everybody's doing well. It's raining and constantly, it's raining constantly over here and it's cold. Weirdest thing, huh? How much it snowed in California. Holy shit, dude. What about all the service jobs? No one is working in service jobs. Uh, where are they working? They're working. Jonathan, they're working, bro. They're working. And and it's not because the country is, oh, my God, we're powering through and all that. No, man. It's that it's so expensive to make a living, to survive. I think a lot of people have two jobs. Just think about it. Think about all the people you know, friends, family members. It ain't because, you know, your president and the government are doing this phenomenal job of turning our, our economy around or anything. No, dude. Too damn expensive. They got two jobs. I think John Moran's a good player in person and has a bright future. Yeah, but he's doing some stupid ass stuff right now, Mel. You better wake the hell up. Zeus is in the house. Olas big sheepo. Why am I a sheepo? But it's like sheep. He wrote like S H E E P O. Why am I a sheepo? Uh, Eddie Lepp, good morning. He's in. Zach Morgan is in. Can't wait for the Dolphin defense this season. Can't wait for the Dolphin season, bro. Okay. I think Jimmy has three more solid seasons. I hope so, Frankie. I fear, really fear it, dude. Big O, any chance you get Ricky Williams on the show? We can try. We can try. Uh, Giovanni is in. Greer starting his magic restructuring contracts. Let's see what transpires from this getting giddy. You should. should. You should be so pumped about this season. Terry Lynch says, I dig the hat. Thank you. This is our inter-Miami hat. One of our one of my many inter-Miami hats. Uh, big I was I'm being sarcastic about you. Oh, okay. <laughs> G'day, Big O and Sean from Snowy Toronto. King Short is also in. Uh, Knight says, man, Dougley put out a video about the two of hypocrisy. I was dying. Yeah, there's so much of it. It's it, it's just ridiculous. It really is. It really is. Although, hey, we're, we're, I, I got to talk to Doug. I saw one of his videos, and he was talking about reports on Tua and, you know, uh, on Mike McDaniel and Tua, and he's got all these – and he doesn't put me. Like, he, he put, like, the regular writers and stuff like that, and I'm like, what the F, dude? Like – just because I'm not a writer, I break as many stories as anybody else or more. Plus, I broke the Tua stuff before everybody else. That's not fair, Dougie. That's not fair. I saw that video. You excluded my ass from it. And I'm the one that broke the story. Before Darlington, before everybody else. Way before everybody else. You got to give credit where credit is due, man. Yes, sir. Uh, Darius Slay on the trade block. Oh, the corner. And Adam 
Thielen. Thielen. Oh, he's going to get released. He's released. He's been released. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Unable to work out a deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Zadarius wants out from uh, the Vikings, too. But they don't want to release him. They're, they're, it's like, uh, yeah, no, I know we're resetting the team, but we're keeping you. It's like, eh, you know. Robert Triana says, oh, thank you for the love on the super chat. He says, thanks for everything. Oh, sports, crypto, words of wisdom. You guys rock. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Also, Marcel is saying that make that $56 million in salary cap space cleared by the Dolphins this week. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's FUD, bro. It's FUD. It's like, you know, it's people panic and all that. Where, where I told you this offseason where they are lacking is in draft capital. And that's their weakness. But money was not going to be a weakness. Yes. He also put for clarity's sake. This does not mean the Dolphins have fifty-six million in space. They started seventeen million over right the cap, right. so it puts them about thirty-nine with this week, and then others probably coming. Yeah, and that's more than enough that they'll need. They'll be fine. I'm not worried about it, bro. Because when they re-sign these guys, their first-year salaries are going to be low, so it's not going to be that bad. They'll be fine. I'm not. I'm not worried at all about all of that. I like. I just told you in the opening segment what was going to happen, what they're trying to do. And they're making the run right now in the next couple of years. So they're going to be mortgaging the future. That's kind of the way it is. That's the way everybody does it. You know what I'm saying? When you have your opportunity, you go out and get the pieces that you need and you spend the money and you, and you, you know, push back some of the bonuses and all that kind of stuff. So there you go. And Robert, thank you again for the super chat. Uh, don't forget, folks, you can make a donation through Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. And, you know, we love our Bitcoin donation. And right now with Bitcoin down a little bit, perfect time to make a Bitcoin donation to the show. Cash Big O Show. That's Cash Big O Show. You can send in your question, your comment, your insult. Also, at the same time, on Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show. Uh, actually, Bitcoin's trying to crack 20000 again because it climbed up to 19989 right now. You know what's been really strong? Ethereum. It's just over 1400 It really hasn't gone down a whole ton. It's held pretty damn strong, man. It really has. Jasmine's up to 49. So those of us that got in on 47 uh, yesterday, you're watching that little bit of money starting to climb there a little bit. I know it's going to run. And when it runs, I'll be happy. I'll be very happy. That and Star Atlas. Uh, those are my two long shots. And uh, I'm hoping that those hit. Boy, if Star Atlas, if Star Atlas could really like hit big... Like big, yeah, that would be good. That would be really good, okay? Really, really good. Knight says, barring health, the road to the Super Bowl will have to come through the hard rock. Kevin Grant says, Big O, Roger is going to the Jets. It will be a disaster. It will be so glorious. Oh, God, it's going to be so glorious, you know? FSU, baby, this is an Inter-Miami hat, okay? 
This is the M logo for them that they, it's another logo of theirs that they have. So yes, that's an inter Miami hat. Okay. Uh, what else? What are your thoughts on Braxton Berrios? Um, if they need a returner, that's not a bad option. They do need a returner. All depends on the money, of course. But he could be an option. I don't think there's going to be this incredible market for Braxton Berrios. So I, I don't. If if somebody's interested in him, I don't think you're going to be fighting a ton of teams for him. Um, and Miami does need a returner, so we'll see. That kind of uh, that kind of that that one makes a lot of sense. Uh, what? You see what the Saints are doing? No, they've what? offered uh, Jameis Winston a restructured deal to stay. Okay. To be, I guess, the backup, right? Yes. Because uh, Carr went there, right? Right. So right. look to stay there, but he has till Wednesday to accept the offer. So, Unless, well, he should. His agent should know if he has a chance to go compete for a starting job somewhere. That'll be the key. If he doesn't think he has a, ch a chance to compete somewhere, then he probably stays there. That's all. That's what I think it is. The legs of the heron makes it that uh, that M for Miami folks on O's cap. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a nice way of explaining it. Good job by you. Very nice, Giovanni. Constantine Popa never lived up to the hype. Yeah, yeah, he did. Constantine Popa, have, bro, he turned into one hell of a security guard. All right, let's go. Hour number two, Manny Navarro, the Constantine Popa of writers. That's a, that's a terrible, that's a terrible, I'm sorry, Manny, that's an insult. All right, let's go. Manny Navarro, the Michael Jordan of Miami Hurricane writers, starts hour number two. <laughs> 